Mr. Jaime Camille. Oh, no, keep the reverb. I like the reverb, the echo. Sounds the e echo, sexy. Echo, no, echo. <laughs> Hermano, thank you for being here. Roberto, what's up, <laughs> man? Que how was Sunday's ride? Que how my, what? How was Sunday's ride? Huh? Sunday was amazing. Wasn't it a good one? It was one? very good. It's because it is because we have decided to embrace the live wires thing. The live wire experience, yeah, yes, in we, Malibu. It's, it's in Malibu. and uh, No, I mean, we, ha we have decided as riders to give in to the electric motorcycle. And yeah. to the live wire thing. Community, yeah. Exactly. And it's super fun. It's a, it's a well-balanced machine. Uh, it charges so fast yeah. that it doesn't bother me. You know, the charging are, thing. Are you charging at home? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah nice. So you have, you have a faster a faster charger? No, because it doesn't work like that. No, no, it doesn't work like that. The live wire motorcycles, they have only two options of, of charging. Either the 120 volt normal one or the, or the type 3 charging, the supercharger. Got it. They don't have, because the bike is so small, they cannot put the components needed to have charging one, two, and three. Type one, two, and three. The type two is the one that I have home, which is a 240 volt. Got it. Which charges a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah. But so I don't so have, what's your charge time on that one? Like, No, no, it, you either charge one. This is the I, problem I, that Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman had when right. they did the, the Long Way Up series. Right. That was, was the problem. It was 120 or a fast charger. Right. And that's it. So, but, but the fast charger. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying yeah, to compare. So, a fast charger is what 45 minutes or something. Or oh well, no, 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 no. no. We when we went to the Live Wire Center in Malibu, I had we had what like 60 percent left. Yeah, little. Yeah, less than 60 percent left. Yeah, and it charged in um, 27 minutes. 27 minutes. So 40 percent in 27 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, 45 minutes for yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the same as a Car would charge, right? Yeah. Or no? Well, the car... An hour. Uh, it depends on what charger. It depends on what charger. Right, but if you have the supercharger super yeah. with a car, then yeah, it'll, it's a, it's it'll charge at least 80% at one hour. If you're really low, right. it'll charge at least 80% in an hour. Yeah, because in the building, I'll charge the car. It takes like eight, nine hours. But you have the 240 volt. Probably. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and you're never empty. Never. The thing is that you never arrive with, you have one mile left. No, it's like never, you always have never. No, 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 no. a decent amount. No, it makes sense. It's in my lifestyle. I, I appreciate it. But yeah, yeah. like if you look for superchargers in, in the valley, you know, in Studio City, no se encuentra. You don't, you don't well, see there's anything. There's one, the one I told you, remember, the one that I showed well, you. That, the... But that's not a supercharger. I'm talking about for the Tesla. Oh, oh, that's just a fast charger. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. You mean the super, like the Tesla fancy one? Yeah, the supercharger. Oh. Because oh. that will do like 45 minutes. Lo hace todo, like... Really? Like when you go to Vegas and you stop halfway, you go to a supercharger Tesla station within 45 minutes. Well, you're minutes. fancy because I don't have, well, I used to have Teslas, but now I have a Polestar. Yeah. So but I, that looks fucking sick too. It's amazing. It's, it's really nice. I like it. ¿Por qué cambiaste de uno al otro? I don't know. I actually, I don't know. I had the Model S. Then I had the Model 3. Then for some reason, I went to the Audi e-tron, which is shit. Is it? It is, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I think. But is I, it more luxurious? or? That, but it doesn't work. The thing is this. Car manufacturers, they're like, hey, guys, you know, to their normal clients. Hey, guys, we are getting into the electric vehicle thingy. Right. We're like, oh, great, wonderful. But please don't be scared. We're going to make it look exactly the same <laughs> as a yeah. gas vehicle with the 80 extra buttons you never push inside of the cockpit. We're going to put that in. Oh. And so so you don't get shocked. And this is what I love about Polestar and, and Tesla, which is we are They're a built tech around company. It. We're a tech company. And this is the future of, 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 car, of cars. Yeah. And this is the future of electric driving. Whether you like it or not, this is it. 
So the other car, the Porsche, I drove the Porsche Taycan for a little bit and still range, it was ridiculous. No, 180 miles, 180 miles, which is absurd. Yeah. Right, 180 miles? <laughs> no, I mean, no, the, yeah. the wheelbase is long enough for you to stack more, more batteries, batteries if you yeah. need to, right? And it was, again, the same car. I want to look like a normal car. I don't want to scare you guys. You, you're still going to be driving a car that is kind of like a combustion vehicle, but not. But, but it's electric. Yeah. But it doesn't look electric. So don't get, you know, so you, my usual client, don't get scared. I, right. Why? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> but, th but that's back to the uh, Lo Sencillo de... The Porsche and the Audi, they're they're converting into electric vehicles. Exactly. Where these other companies exactly. are are building around, you es know, que they're building is, from the ground up. Tesla is light years ahead of, of the electric vehicle market, of obviously. And then it's just Tesla. crazy how many there is in LA. Yeah, you know, I have people. When, visit what's LA. a year that we're gonna have to go? Twenty thirty five. Twenty thirty five. That's crazy. And now, now I, I think it's federal and California. Shit. And how about? Have you heard the thing about that? I've heard something that. To to mine to get yeah. lithium. Yeah, yeah. It, it's more pollution. Supposedly, more <laughs> rumor has it that it, it, it pollutes more for the mining of those batteries of the minerals that they get than, than, than oil. The machinas, the machinery, than gas or oil, etc. That's what they say. But then I've heard uh, Elon try to fight that and say nah, it's not quite that way. There's other ways of, of getting well, uh, and of course, uh, big oil. Is gonna uh, talk shit. Is gonna put gonna talk shit. Their their narrative out there, right? To yeah. to uh, defend whatever they're doing. I don't know. Of course. Ha, ha, well, now, back to the live wire and motorcycles. You have a few motorcycles. Uh, you've been riding for a long I time. I want to be awake for a month. Fácil, no? Pero hecho. No, por eso yo dije, coño, una hora. Bro, va a pasar aquí rapidito dos tres horas con ese café. Obvio. When did you get around? Cuando in what moment did you dedicate to motos or you started riding motorcycles? Always. And, and you you had a show in Mexico. Yeah, well, we, inspired by Long Way Down and Long Way Round from Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman, me and my friend Javier Posa, we ride a lot in Mexico and a bunch of other guys and singers like Eric Rubin. Eric was in the band Timbiriche. Jay De La Cueva, who's in the band Moderato. Other actors like Sebastian Rulli, Juan Soler. Like, we had a, a, a motorcycle Gang. group. Yeah, called... Um, Esquadron 51. And, and we rode a lot. We Squadron rode a lot. Squadron 51. Yeah. But it comes, I believe it was, I, I'm not, I don't remember, but I believe it was because in 1951 was the first year that a Toda Máquina movie came out with Pedro Infante okay. and Jorge Negrete, I think. Um, but, uh, but my dad used to ride. He used to have the amazing, remember, remember the Honda, the 750? The CB, yeah, whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the, the old big one. Uh, the it 70s. Had a, it had a fucking huge engine, yeah, yeah. right? And then, but back he, then. and then he had a Suzuki that I almost killed myself. I stole it from him when I was super how, young. How, how old were you? I have no, I don't remember. No. But I remember the Suzuki was a Suzuki with a big headlamp. That's the only thing I remember. It had a huge headlamp in the front. It wasn't the Katana or anything. It was just a huge headlamp. Y le metí y casi me caigo. I almost fell down. Esa fue la primera vez que te montaste. No, 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 no. Me había montado antes, pero dije, ah, oh, ya, pero este ya puedo manejar poder, esta. Ya. Pero tenía tanto power que dije, madre de Dios, me sacó un pedo. No, no, no. O sea, I got, <laughs> me espantó tres días seguidos. For three days I was very scared. ¿Y, y, y tu papá se enteró o lo tenías que no, esconder? No, claro que no. Y era hired and... Of course. No. The, the security guards in his house were like, please, I'm going to take this. I'm going to steal this car. I'm going to steal this motorcycle. Don't say anything. <laughs> and then he had the BMW. The first 
big BMW that would be like the RT yeah. or what the 1600 is now for BMW. Yeah, the K. The, the Touring, the K, exactly. Okay, yeah. He had a, a K BMW, so I rode with him a lot. And then we had a house in Valle de Bravo, which is like, I don't know, Ojai or something, like a very like foresty kind of like place. And we had a lot of uh, the dumb buggies and we had the fat cats. You know, remember the Honda, the yeah, fat yeah, cat? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and we had the Las Cuatrimotos, the ATV yeah, the vehicles, the quads. We, every, I've been riding some five. In, in, in Mexico? I had a motopony. Remember the motopony? No. No, mames. La motopony era una joya. La motopony era de... Chingas era la marca de Motopony. I don't remember the brand. Uh, no lo he escuchado, no. Shit. Hijo, you have to Google this. It's so, it's, it's, so I had a Motopony. Okay. Yo tenía All una right. Motopony. Cuéntame, yo lo busco. <laughs> pues era una chiquitita, una moto super chiquita, maybe 25, 50 cc's, or well, maybe 50, no more than 50 cc's. Hay una canción que se llama Motopony. Pues viene de, de, viene de esa moto. I'm sure it comes from that motorcycle. En México, en México mucha gente monta, monta las motos, ¿no? Sí, sí. Es popular. Ver, es muy popular, pero también en México, por ejemplo. Especialmente dirt bikes y cosas así, ¿no? Sí, más o menos. Pero nuestro grupo, por ejemplo, que salíamos, era absurdo. Porque we all had, we went from Harleys to BMWs. Like we had all brands of motorcycles. And whatever the brand was trendy at the moment, esa madre, claro, la motopony, a huevo. Carabela, that was the brand. Carabela. Carabela motopony, yes. Carabela. Sí, sí. Eh, Whatever, we were very into Harley Davidson at some point. We loved Harley Davidsons and we all had the Harleys and, and whatever. And then we jumped to the BMWs, to the GS. Yeah. Gelaste Stratze. What GS stands uh, for? Sí, you know sí, this, sí, right? Yeah, yeah. Which means street Ga and Gallian, dirt. Yeah, Ga Gallian Strasse. Strasse, whatever. Something German. Exactly. But we used, it was for looks, honestly. Like we all had the Rally 2 Pro suit. The BMW was all for looks? Everything, the whole thing. Because the motorcycle has so much capabilities and we all got dressed up with a, you know, the rally two suit and whatever and we went out and we, yeah. but it's like, Un and at one point I told my, my guys, I'm like, dudes, we are using 10% of these bikes capabilities. Yeah. So I put together a trip. I went to South Africa with my friends. I got 10 friends and I put together this trip and we went to South Africa. And we really hit the dirt, dirt roads and whatever. But still, we on, didn't. On your own, you guys took like a training course. No, you have a, a tour. A tour. Uh, so you go there and you have the tour guy, which, which was a complete fucking asshole. So irresponsible. He was hitting the dirt roads at 120 kilometers per hour. To make a long story short, at the, at the end of the, of the ride, a friend of mine almost lost his leg. He had a horrible accident. Uh, and it was terrible. It was, and every single day I told him, Dude, guys, we're in South Africa. We're in the African continent. Yeah. It's a beautiful place, but it has limitations, just like in Mexico and just no like hospitals. No hospitals, hospitals exactly. Further out, yeah. And I think mm -hmm. le están rascando el huevo al tigre. Claro. You're really pushing your limit. Yeah. Y cuando le rascas el huevo al tigre, el tigre Bad. strikes back. Yeah. So please, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So we have four crazy drivers going like, yes, I was toe to toe with a with a with a guide, which I fucking hate the guy because he should have set the the limit. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not having... Yeah, he should be the role of model. Course, of course, he should yeah. be a role model. And I, I don't want anyone to die on my watch. Yeah. He couldn't care less. And y sure enough, we had the accident that we were all waiting and, for it to happen. And, and his leg almost, almost... Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy because he was going... In South Africa, they ride like in, like in England, right? Like the other side yeah. of, the, of the... Well, the they, wrong side. They would say they ride on the right side, right? They right. drive on the But right side. that right side is the wrong side. <laughs> well, they ride on the... No, they ride on the left side. On their... Yeah, the, yeah on the We left ride side. on the right. On the right, right side, they left on the... Exactly. Yeah. So what happens? He's... A friend of mine is 
taking this this uh, turn at, at in the, in a dirt road, dirt. You know, the classic in South Africa, they have a lot of dirt roads that are like they're prepared for you to put the asphalt. Yeah. So they're pretty, but still, it's a dirt. They're, road, they're right? sticky, but yeah. But, but no, but, just, just but they're covered. Road. They're covered in yeah. Dirt. <laughs> exactly. It's so he's going to the right. A RAV four is coming on the left side of the of the thing, and of course, for us to get out of the to get our instinct to get out of the way is to continue to go right. Right. For them, their instinct is to continue to go left. So when they both try, when they both were trying to avoid each other, whoop, they, they ran right into, into each other. other. The boxer engine of the GS, the the right boxer, ya ves que le sale al boxer. Sí, 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 sí. Boom, le pegó a su shin. Wow. No, no, no. It was... Un desmadre. Un desmadre. Al final, nos dijeron, I, after two days, look at, the, and of course, God... ¿Y, y estaban cerca de un hospital? God or the universe works in very mysterious ways. We were in a town called Armanus, where every single uh, intern, medical intern, does the internship there. So it's a town with most doctors. Wild. And at the time of the accident, five minutes after that, an ambulance was driving by with a, a nurse or a doctor that stabilized my friend. And we went to Hermanus and whatever. And two days after that, the doctors called and said, now I can tell you that your friend is not going to lose his leg. Now, after two days of working on, on him. Wow. I, I got goosebumps because I just had somebody recently in South Africa, had an accident, and they were in that same town. Hermanus. Hermanus. Holy and shit. And the fucking hospital was there. That's why I'm like, wow, No shit. Bro, That's crazy, man. crazy, man. That's fucking Because I heard, I heard outside of that, there's like, no hospitals. No. You're, you're fucked. If you're going to have an accident, better be not manus. <laughs> it's like, Fuck. So then you crazy. continued the motorcycle, and then you did the TV show, you, which you were inspired by The Long Way Down. Exactly, definitely. We did that, did but, that. But all the time, and I'm always riding, always riding, going on my motorcycle to the network to show my show, to shoot my shows in Mexico. I'm riding a lot. I ride a lot. I ride yeah. a, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot with my wife. Now my wife, when she became a mom, she was like, I don't know. Like, not that I'm crazy because I'm very, very responsible when no, I ride. I've seen you. You've exactly. told me. We were exactly. in groups. You're like, hey, let's pull out. Like, yeah, this is uncomfortable. This is uncomfortable. And you, we have nothing to prove. Nothing, yeah. Nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, this, is what, this is what I like, what I don't like about a friend of mine, for example, my dear friend. Um, I'm going to throw him under the bus. Sorry, Javier. I have to say <laughs> it. But Javi, it's like he likes to ride that way. He gets, you know, como se dice? Tailgate? When you get really close si, to that. Si, tailgate. He tailgates cars. Like, and I'm like, dude, Javi, what the fuck are you doing? The only doing, thing Javi? the car needs to do is like, poof, step on the brake. Yeah. That's the only thing the car needs to do because he lost either to be an asshole or because he dropped his phone or her phone. And Glad he on. accidentally, the, the, the driver, you know, sets his foot on the brake and you go fucking flying over it. Yeah, no, I know. It's on a motorcycle, we have to understand that we are the body of the vehicle. We don't have a body to protect us. We are the body of the vehicle. And having an accident, it's, it could be a, a matter of life or death. So it's so simple. That's why also here in Los Angeles, as you know, we can, we can um, lane split split. lanes. We can uh, do the, the lane splitting. But, but still, these drivers, because there are a lot of assholes out there on motorcycles, let's just say it, right? Yeah, but, of course. But, and, and you know, and they go, and then they hit the, the side view mirror because they're supposed to move. It's like, dude, okay, maybe they're asshole, well, but maybe, they, maybe they're this. We saw it this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We saw it this Sunday. Oh. The guy flicking and going like that. It's like, dude. Pero lo caga para pa las otras motos. Para las otras atrás, motos, claro. claro. Porque the only thing they have to do, the, the, the drivers is go like, go to that's the it. left that's it. or to the right. 
and you fucking die. <laughs> I mean, or get up into a horrible, horrible accident where you can fucking break your legs. Like, it's like, yeah, don't, no, drive, that, don't that, drive like that. And this is why I, I've said it so many times on the podcast. I believe 95% of motorcycle accidents is rider error. You know, 95. 100%. It's, 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 it's la gente... 100%, 95%. It's, it's right. You're no, right. No, I agree. But 100%. Because, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I always tell people, ride aggressive as fuck. Ride aggressive. You need to ride aggressive. Okay. And aggressive means you see a car, get out of the way. If you're going to split the lanes, get out well, of the way. I would call that defensive. Well, aggressive, defensive. Non aggressive. Right. I'll, I'll, well, defensive. Pero, pero, the defense is nicer. You're right. Yeah. Porque, yeah. mira, aggressive means. No, 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 no. Yeah, right. You're right. In Mexico, we drive. In Mexico, everybody wants to kill you. Not on purpose. I mean, yes, on purpose, but like in in Mexico, you get a green wave, and and here in the U.S., because everybody assumes that everybody follows the rules. What's a green wave? Like a green wave of of stoplights. Green, 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 green. My son, my my son, my son calls that the green wave. So I I like it. I love, I love you. Trademark, trademark. I love you, Jaime. Okay, so um, <laughs> so when you get a, a green wave of, of stoplights, I mean of green lights, um, here you go like, well, it's the law that everybody needs to stop or they're supposed to stop on every red light. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go for it. And they go in Mexico, you get a green wave. And you have to, every single corner, because everybody runs the fucking red light, Yeah. you have to stop in every corner. Yeah. Because otherwise you die. Yeah. I drive like this. Very. Diff- I always think that when I'm when I'm lane splitting, I never go over forty miles per hour. And that's going. Look at what the guy told us on Sunday. At sixty miles per hour, half a second of reaction is forty, is 40 feet. feet. Forty feet. Whenever I see crazy guys splitting lanes at 60, 70, I get out of the way. I'm like, oh, don't, don't worry, boom. And then I get back. And I'm always, I never take my two fingers off. I always have that 2% breaking in the in the thing. Because yeah. as you know, again, no, but drivers are supposed to treat double yellow lines mm-hmm. as they were walls. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's what thing. the book says. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're going to do it. And I've, I've been in a position many times. Now. Exactly. I've been in a position many times where people just jump, the, the just fucking jump. They get out of the HOV because they want to get out of it. Yeah, or they're and they don't even, and, and now, have you seen the new trend? They don't use turning signals. The fuck is wrong with that? Like, they, what, they know what, they have. What are turn signals? The, the tur- I'm kidding. Pinche Roberto. Por eso nos matan. Por eso nos matan. No, 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 mames, no, nunca. No, you're saying. But pero, pero uh, pura I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then everybody's speeding right now. There's either a lot of traffic or yeah. everybody's fucking speeding. Yeah. I, I was I was riding, you know, at a higher speed. Yeah. And a shitty Dodge Caravan de los ochentas was passing me. And, and you know, that thing has no ABS. Zero. That thing has, la pintura is all faded. I'm like, si este tiene una emergencia o cualquier cosa, le cae una, una llanta. No, sí. Like, I'm, I'm fucking done. So. No, no, si le cae una pinche, un, 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 un June bug. Se explota. Se explota. Se explota. Explota. Claro, va a explotar. So claro. you, you got into motorcycles yeah. young. Your dad was a, was a rider. He got you in. And then you just never stopped and you continued. Correct. That's I've cool. had some faces where I stopped riding for a year. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why did I? It, this makes me so happy. This is therapy for me because I'm sure you're familiar with mindfulness. Yeah. On the motorcycle, it's mindfulness. You have to be in there and in the now. Because, like the guy said on on, on, on Sunday, you get distracted one second, and that's it's uh it's, it's over. It's, it's over. It's so over. people might think 
people that don't write might think that, no, but you're so stressed and everybody wants to kill you. But no, because if you go into no. the mindfulness mindset, you are completely there in the moment. You're not, you're not thinking the, about this and that, and, and when you get distracted, accidents happen. So being mind, mindfulness or being in the mindfulness thingy relaxes you like crazy. T t tell me if you agree with this. Th this is kind of how I describe it. It's, it's something that if I'm cold, uh, if it's hot, if I'm sleepy, if I'm tired, uh, if I'm angry, uh, sometimes even when I'm walking towards my bike, I have a little fear of like, why am I even getting on the bike? Mm. The moment I put my leg over the bike mm. and start it, everything is gone. Mm. Like, it's just, I'm so mindful. It's therapy, yeah. I'm so mindful that nothing fucking matters. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It, it's just, it's just now it's time to ride. And it's mm -hmm. an energy. Vroom, mm -hmm. And I'm looking at mirrors. And I'm looking at wheels turning. And I'm looking fucking three, four cars claro. down. And I'm looking at La Quina. And I'm looking, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's an energy that, that even now, you know, and, I, and I've had times where I'm like, fuck, man, why am I riding a motorcycle? You know, yeah. I'm riding all the fucking times. But as soon as I get on, it's like, boom, okay, it's time to like. I don't feel that, I don't feel that hesitation. I, I won't call it fear. Right. I will. I will call it the 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 realization of oh shit. This is uh, I'm riding in two wheels. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm the body of this vehicle, right? Yeah, I'm flying. I'm flying exactly. But I don't. I don't. I don't see that hesitation. I see it just like you because you said something very important that not many riders do. For example, when you said, "Look at the wheels. Look at that. people." Don't do that. Yeah, we have to. You have to be a very experienced rider and understand what the fuck is going on around you. Yeah. To be also courteous. Like I've I've told you many times. We went out. I mean, I don't mean to hate on the on the Livewire group because I love the guys and, and Afan is a beautiful friend. Afan's amazing. Afan, shout out to Afan. Shout out to Afan, 100%. He's so cool. But we went out and this guy was not a good rider. He wasn't a good rider. He was all, all over the place in the turns, wide, close, wide. And then as the turn uh, finished, full throttle. Like yeah. just draining the battery. Clumsy, clumsy. Clumsy, clumsy. And I'm like, and I was close to him, close to him. And the three or four times that I was like, hey man, I write better than you. Let me pass you. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to break the group up. I don't, is it, is it, you know, it's like when you move, when someone is splitting lane faster than you, it's okay, go ahead, man. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, there you and go. they wouldn't let me go and they wouldn't let me pass. And I'm like, dude, what are you trying to prove? Yeah. What is it you're trying to prove? Okay. And, and not okay. only what are you trying to prove, you're holding me as a hostage. And exactly. you're risking my, and you're risking my, my drive, driving. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like, we have to be courteous and understand that some drivers have, better skills than others. Yeah. And so be it. You want to, you want to, you want better skill, go to Rawhide, Adve Rawhide Adventure. I love, I love, I love Rawhide. Jim, Jim over Jim there is amazing. amazing. He's so cool. I've taken two courses there now, the uh, level beautiful. one and level two of, 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 of roading. Yeah. Fucking love it. Outstanding. Uh, so cool. So, so that's when I understood that the GS has other 85% things that, that the bike yeah, can I, do. I, I like how Jim describes it. He says, when you get a GS, it, it, it feels and looks like an elephant. Yeah. But when you finish this course, it, yeah. it's nimble like a mouse. A hundred percent. You know, and I 100%. love that. Yeah, a hundred percent. I did it with mine. Thank God I didn't mess it up too bad. Yeah. Do you still have a GS now? I have it in Mexico, yes. Because you have the Ducati. I have here in wire. LA, I have the Ducati, the R90, and the Livewire. ¿Quieres más café? No, estoy bien, muchas gracias. Quiero dormir. Quiero dormir hoy. En México tengo... Una fat boy, 2001 or 2000, like the first Harley that I could like pay cash and buy it with a beautiful paint job and very nice. And I have, I sold the RT because I wasn't using the RT 
and I still have the GS because that's the same GS I used for Aventura Aventura por Mexico. Aventura so por it Mexico. has a, a you know. I, I, valor I was, I was, wa- I was watching uh, unos cuantos videos tuyos ahí en YouTube and, and y los, coment- los comentarios I kept seeing like wow man Jaime did this back then like he was so ahead of his time he was so ahead of his time you know like it, yeah. it's just different how, how does that feel does it does it feel like you want to redo those those things again or I would love to yeah. I, because I love writing so I would love to to but now I have a family I have to provide you know, right so, so I will if the right uh, project comes along and we can work out things with, I don't know, let's say any networks or one of those networks that, or, or, the, or the travel channel or something, it will, it will make sense, 100%. And, and, and you know what? I, I do want to... But that's about camaraderie with your, with your buddy. Of course. Not, not, not so much course, about the writing. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, the experience I, is exactly. amazing. Pero para sufrir con alguien, eso yeah. no se puede hacer con cualquier persona no, no, no. tampoco. I bought the live wire because I saw Long Way Up. Right. I'm like, I want that one, that bike. Yeah. So, of course, you know, it has to do, but, but of course, but, but is, we're is that bikers. How you got to the bike shed? Uh, no, the bike shed was because of Diego Cardenas. Yeah. I went to the live, no, I went, I'm a good friend of Matt Chambers who started the company Confederate, and now he is the, the founder CEO of Curtis, the, the new electric bike that they presented at the Peterson Museum. So, I was at that event, and Diego Cardenas was there, and Diego was, and Diego was like, you should come to the bike shed, you're gonna love it, you're a writer. So I went to the bike shed. I met. I, I come in and I see Dutch in front. I'm like, "Hey, hi, how are you? Do you?" I mean, not, not knowing anything. Are you involved in this thing yeah, at all? Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. I'm like, "Good." Cool. Somebody told me, "Yeah, sure." Just you know, put my name on the on the admission thing, and so that's how I became the, a member. The same thing happened to me, but with Vicky. With Vicky, exactly. I, I saw it and I was like, "This is kind of cool," you know. Yeah. And then there was this lady, you know, with a with a scarf. Or, no, she didn't have a scarf. She was just like kind of like you know tank top. Uh-huh. But her voice was like she's been partying or screaming or drinking all night. Yeah. And I go, sweetie, you need some tea and, you know, maybe a <laughs> scarf around your neck. Yeah. And she's like, thank you, honey. Uh-huh. And I go, hey, where's membership? And it's like, it's right over there. I go, I hope I get in. She's like, I like you. You're in. And I'm like, all right. And then, exactly. I, was, and then I was talking to Dan and Dan's like, yeah, that's Vicky. She owns the spot. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, good nice. for you. Let, let's talk about uh, uh, your, your career. How did you get into acting? How did you get into acting? When did you know you were going to get into acting? And, and how difficult did your family make it or welcome yeah, it? Yeah, well, my dad was a very successful businessman in Mexico. He, he had a lot of money, so obviously he wanted me to follow his footsteps. And my mom was a singer uh, from Ipanema, from Rio de Janeiro, who, who sang with Sergio Mendes and Laudita de Oliveira, who yeah, was yeah. a percussionist for Chicago, the, the band. And, you know, it's crazy. So I had it. Through the umbilical cord. I had the artistic thing through umbilical cord, which is very hard not to yeah. follow, right? That calling. It's of just, course. It's, it's coming out of you. It's coming out of you. And it's just, it was programmed directly, directly to you from your mother's womb. So it's like, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, but of course, my dad wasn't happy about it. He's like, no, you have to pursue you gotta do business, business and whatever. So it was like that. It was like a little like struggle with my family and whatever. And, but and your mom was supportive. My dad was well. Your mom was supportive. Always, yeah, yeah exactly. He was, was. She was like, supportive. And my dad job. was like, no, he was. Supp- he came around. He was like, okay, okay, cool, do it. But if you want to be, if you want to shine shoes for a living, that's fine. But if I get to the Socal of Mexico, where all the shoe shiners are, and they don't tell me, oh, by the way, guy, that that sir, that guy, that Camille guy in the corner, oh, he will. I mean, the best, the campeón de los shoes, like you know. If in you're way, not the best of it, it, in a way, he was trying to tell me to seek for excellence and not be lazy or don't like. This is not like a phase. If you want to yeah. do this, then do it 
committed. And of course I was committed. I got it through the umbilical cord, so I was more <laughs> than committed, right? Right. Before so you that, even before you came into the earth, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Um, how how was acting? Because you know, obviously your 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 life is surrounded by your neighbors, your family, your friends. How was that welcomed in Mexico? Was it was it well, difficult or it was a little difficult in a sense that um, you know Latin American countries uh, they suffer from a, a big uh, amount of social resentment. Yeah, unfortunately, right. So if you are successful, it's because you did something wrong, or you whatever, or yeah. you're sleeping you without a, exactly. You're yeah, cheated. You're sleeping. Uh, your 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 father bought you your yeah. career. It's it's yeah. it's never like haters, dude. Haters, bravo, man. Like fucking bravo, no. So of course, because of that, because the um, no, la gente se pisa. Like I, I've exactly. always said this in, in business or anything. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like, um, I hate saying this, but like in the Latin cultures, yeah, la gente se pisa, you know. Mexico but it's a reality, and we have to say it because yeah. if we don't say it, we don't, we don't, we don't become better, yeah, or we don't try to be better. And, if and, we and don't say it, it, that's the thing. That's another trait of personality. You okay. say it. Oh, the, you're hating. You're hating on our people. No, I'm not hating. No, I'm, I'm not just, hating. I'm just pointing it out. Pointing out that, that we have to be better. That we fucking cheat each other on business. You know, it, it's something that everybody fucking knows. You yeah. know, es colombiano contra cubano, cubano contra mexicano, mexicano contra español. Like it's so fucking like, dumb. Not and never, we're all the same fucking people. We're, we we can grow, and when we unite, we fucking succeed, and yeah. we're so badass at it. Yeah, yeah. Pero increíble que like... O sea, not everybody. Not everybody, no, no. Pero no, 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 in no, no. a large percent... But but that takes us to another realization Otro of nivel, life, claro. which is the majority of humans in this earth are fucking assholes. Yeah. The majority of humans oh. are, are always trying to advance, get ahead in the game. It's like, ¿cómo te puedo chingar? How can I con you? Claro. How can I get a benefit from this? It's just the nature of... Sí. I don't know why I... Just saying this fucking phrase sounds... Like I want to vomit. It's the nature of human being. No, it shouldn't be the fucking nature of it human being, be, yeah. right? But there are more like that than there, there, good there, people. There, there's a saying that I liked, and it, it, it talks about the haters. And they're like, haters will see Jesus Christ walk on water and say, <laughs> "Yeah, he's doing that because he doesn't know how to swim." Totalmente, of course. Yeah, of course he can walk on water. He can't swim. Claro, like, what the sí. fuck, you know? La verdad es que no sabe nadar, el pendejo. Oye, güey, dude, come on. Lo puede Applaud creer. the fact that he's fucking he's walking on water. water. Yeah, he's like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Sí, está cabrón. So, so because of that, I had a lot of, 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 of course, this guy, because he's rich or he comes from a rich family, he thinks that we have to hand everything to him because every single uh, thing was handed to him in a silver platter. So it's like... But that's always going to exist. Eso siempre existe. Yeah, so, you know, you go to an audition, you do a great job, but it, but in Mexico, unfortunately, sometimes the, the guy that arrived on, on the subway had more... Uh, Charisma. No, no, no. Had uh, The casting director saw... Favor them. I arrived in an armored vehicle because it was my, it was, it was my reality. Yeah. I had to drive in armored vehicles because my dad was a very successful businessman and I, and I, and I could have been kidnapped. But why does a guy and that are kidnappings happen? In exactly. Mexico, so but but why does a guy that arrive on a subway in the eyes of the casting director has more validation or 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 or, or a better chance than someone that arrives in in a car? Yeah. Why it sh it should be decided by the talent in the audition, not by how they not by, right? Yeah. So be because of that, it was people think that it was easier, but I wouldn't say it was easier. The the Coming for privilege, in my opinion, coming from privilege is that 
thank God I didn't have to work to get a roof over my head and to have food. And that allowed me to just concentrate on my craft. Right. And that's the privilege that I come from. Because for some fellow actors out there, it's very difficult. Right. If they don't work, two jobs, whatever, they, you know, it's, it's and, difficult. And you know you were lucky. And your, dad, and your dad built this. This was a plan that your, your grandfather and your father had built for you. And, and you and you were appreciated of it. Yeah, it's not exactly. like, oh yeah, I choose this over you know something else. It's it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Exactly. Your, 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 the reality or your upbringing or how you were lucky or unlucky or whatever to where you were born, it's not it's not your decision. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. why would why would you hate someone for that? Why would you hate someone f- for that? Now, if that person is a fucking asshole and thinks that the the, the world r- revolves around him or her, then then. F- Nobody likes assholes, yeah. whether you have money or not, eh? because yeah. th- this has nothing to do with the with the soci- socioeconomic uh, whatever level of education. Right. It has to do with... Yeah, there's poor assholes and there's rich assholes. Claro. claro. I know there's either to yeah. and, and then in your career, uh, w- what's been some of your favorite projects? I mean, they all look so much... They look <laughs> so, so cool. fun. They're so funny. Shmigadun um, was... We just wrapped season two. Uh, it's now called Shmikago. And it was... Shmikago. Yeah. It was nice because me, I love to be on, on uh, I, I love to do musical theater. That's what I like to do the most. Yeah. So combining musical theater with television, with a series, with uh, sharing the the project with uh, amazingly talented performers like Ariana DeBose, uh, Christian Chenoweth, Jane Krakowski, Cecily Strong, Keegan-Michael, Fred Armisen, Alan Cumming, Duff Cameron. I mean, when they told me the, the list, I'm like, this is your wish list, right? Yeah. Like, this is your Tu Carta Santa Claus. Claro. And they were like, no, these are all... No, ya está confirmado. Confirmed, like, holy mother of the Lord. Shit. Let's, do, let's do this. <laughs> Pero, and of course, my career is before and after La Fea Más Bella, which is the Mexican version of Ugly Betty. Right. That's obviously... A, and, and how... how had, was it the same network that did Ugly um, Betty La Fea and uh, Jane the Virgin? No. It's completely Be- separate, right? Completely separate. Betty La Fea was in Mexico, done claro. by Televisa. And, yeah, Jane and, the, and that did how many seasons? It doesn't, in Mexico, it doesn't go, doesn't go by seasons. Ah, lleva por años. It's, exactly. <laughs> si la novela is successful, they keep going. And if you don't have a story to tell, if Televisa orders the producer to keep going, and the producer goes like, I don't, I don't have any more story. to, to I'm not asking you. I'm yeah. ordering you. Extended three more months because the sales of, of, of uh, advertising are, are going great. Yeah. So you, you have to keep going. And it's a company that has stayed behind. You know, they, uh, they were like the kings of medias in, in Latin America. And, and, you know, they have kept, you know, they, they haven't evolved with, right. with, the, with the new, you know, the new generation, generation of OTTs technology, and yeah. technology, whatever. Um, and uh, and then Jane the Virgin was a CW, so CBS Television Studios production for the CW. But uh, but I think Jane the Virgin was when we hit Netflix. That's when Jane the Virgin yeah, blew up, took off. Yeah, blew up. And and how do you like uh, movies versus television? Hmm. I don't have a preference. You don't have a preference. I have a preference for. I'm, I'm a junkie for scripts. I love I love projects. If the projects are interesting. And, and they're good, I love them. If I'm privileged enough to be blessed with the gift of having a job, 
I'm happy, man, because I have to provide for my family. And some no, actors are... That's going to be priority. 100%. 100%. But of course, you, there are some projects that you're like, no way. And there are some projects that if they're good and the story is good, then you go for it. And you are an actor. And we have, as actors, I think that you have to um, mold yourself for whatever the project needs, whether right. it's film, movie, whichever genre it is, if it's horror, if it's melodramatic, if it's action, if it's... Uh, suspense you will have to adjust yeah granted no many actors have some actors feel more comfortable in certain genres and some actors uh feel comfortable adjusting to for whatever the project needs i consider myself that i i love to work for the project for the script for whatever the the story needs yeah not for my comfort zone right like i love to be i love to do comedy i love to do rom-coms I I love to be the comic relief on shows or do comedic things, but I but the other day uh, Steven Soderbergh invited me to do the to be the main the main villain of his HBO Max film Kimmy alongside Zoe Kravitz, and I loved it. It was amazing. Uh, so yeah, I think you have to adjust or mold yourself to for whatever the project needs. Whatever it is. Yeah. But but you you, you like uh, you've done a lot of musicals. Sí. And, and it looks like it tienes mucha pasión para la música yeah. también. Like, like, like you love well, that's my thing. You love that. That, oh, that. That's your thing. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, that's what I love to do the most. In Mexico, I did. What, um, what did you do with Mambo Kings? You... Mambo Kings was the original. Remember the movie? Of course. Well, I Antonio played, Banderas. I played Antonio, I played Antonio Banderas' role in the, in the Bound. Exactly. In the Bound for Broadway show, I played Antonio Banderas. It was a beautiful Broadway show produced by Daryl and Jordan Roth. Uh, maybe 11, 12 million dollars. It was a big, big production. Uh, Arnie Glimcher, who directed the movie, directed the, the musical. Sergio Trujillo was a choreographer. It was an amazing, Isai Morales and myself, we were, he played Armanda Sante's role, I played Antonio Bandera's role. And the, the book needed some work. In my opinion, not drastically. Yeah. But it was the first time, I think, not counting cavemen, that a full Latino show was going to be on Broadway. And I believe the producers were a little bit hesitant about, I don't know. And then in the Heights came along. Of course, it's a, it's a, a be <laughs> brilliant and beautiful yeah. project. But the, Caso Cerrado. Caso Cerrado. It's like, yeah. yeah, guess what? Broadway was ready for a, <laughs> for a Latino play, right? That's right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I did Mambo Kings. West Side uh, Story. West Side Story in Mexico City. Uh, yeah, Aladdin, Hook. Yeah, a bunch of those were all my fucking favorites. Like, but like those are like, yeah, like things as I grew up with and my my favorite. Crazy. Uh, in the future, are, are are you ever thinking about producing or directing or writing yes. a script? And I well, I have a first look deal with Paramount Plus, so I'm I'm producing and and finding content to to, to you know to do for them with them, and uh, and I love directing. I directed a couple of musical of music uh, videos just to you know to get my my foot on the water, in the water. And I, I really feel comfortable directing. I really love it. I, it comes very natural to me, yeah. very natural. Because I've been so many years in front of the camera that to me, directing comes very, very natural. And I want to, I want to pursue that. I just, I don't have time. Yeah. The, the time that no, I would no, like. No, of course. It's probably like when exactly. the timing is right. Yeah. That thank God I'm working a lot. I Thank God I'm a working actor. Like So I'm always working, thank God. So I, for directing a, a feature or something, you really have to, we draw a year and and really go into you know it's it's a it's a process it's a process yeah it's a process 
another thing I wanted to ask you, uh, we were talking this weekend when we had a great ride, um, you were talking about fucking L.A., lovely L.A., like beautiful California. Uh, and, and I started thinking about that when I drove, and I was like, fuck, he's really passionate about California, Los Angeles. What was it like when you first came? When did you come to California? And what was um, it? What does it mean to you to be in LA? Uh, imagine it's a dream come true. Sometimes we have to pinch ourselves. My wife and I were like, we live in fucking Los Angeles, man. We live here. Like this is our home. Yeah. These are residents. Like we we live here. We're not visiting. No, no, we're not. We're <laughs> we not, we want to go into Disneyland. Yeah. We don't have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> we no. get to stay here. We have papers. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's such a blessing. I love this city. It's so beautiful. It's, like, it when has did, everything. When did you first dream about Los Angeles? And when? when uh, as an actor in Mexico, you always dream about Hollywood. Obviously, that's uh, you yeah. know, right. I mean, um, it. No me quitaba el sueño. O sea, yeah. I was, you know, I was, I had a very successful and thriving career in, in Latin America, in Mexico, especially. But I, I was like, wow, it's. That's a mecca of, of movie making and TV making. And that's, it's Hollywood, right? It's like, but deep down inside, you kind of like have to uh, come to the realization that it, you might not make it in Hollywood, right? <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like, oh, hmm. Hmm, yeah, that's Hollywood. Kind of competitive. Uh, exactly. So it was crazy. But I think I, you know, the universe, these things about don't say it because you, you will jinx it. Fuck that. Say it because the universe listens. The universe, it listens. But when and you say say it you, to yourself, no, 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 to your no family, fucking say it out, out loud. Fuerte, see, I'm gonna win an Oscar. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. You have to say it because then lo decretas al universo. No, you you say it. You put it out there. Claro. So you know, I, they, I always I was always thinking about. I I think I can do that. I think I can. I'm very. I, ha, I have what it takes. I have what it takes to go to that market and and, and do a good job in that market. And but, yes, but my, my 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 question to you would be: um, You're a fucking superstar in, in Mexico. And in, in Mexico, gracias Roberto Valderrama. <laughs> Hasta tengo. So, hey. <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me tell my fans it would be. Bow, bow. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Relax, guys. Relax, relax. Um, pero pero in Mexico, you're you're. I mean, you're you're a superstar here. I, yeah. I, I, the first time we went riding. On our way. On our way. On our way. Yeah. The first time uh, we went riding, y, y estaba los panzones ahí en la bicicleta. Y él dice, toma una foto, pero no me saca las panzas. And then you're like, <laughs> sí, claro. you're like, you're like, watch this, Robert. And you went and you took a picture of them. Uh -huh. You're like, no te preocupes, no, te, te quite la panza, you know. Uh -huh. And and the guy's like. Eh. Is this Jaime? Is this Jaime? Like fuck, you know. Yeah. So that happens here. Yeah. But like, like I'm sure you can get away with a lot more shit in Mexico than you can in America, you know. Como like, como like, like what? Like you know, like like VIP status, uh, you know, enter uh, every restaurant. In yeah, but that's yeah, but that's also because who my family was. You right. Know, I have but, but right now you can go anywhere in Mexico, even places they don't know your family. And like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, th I think now the 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 thing that is es, es el hijo de Jaime Camil for many years. Claro. It has been Jaime Camil es su papá. It, it, you know, it has, it claro. has switched. Uh, but uh, now your dad's using your name. Pero like, yeah. <laughs> este, pero no, I, I don't. You know, that's very convenient. But I don't. I don't. I like to be. I like to think of myself as a very. Um, well-educated. I, I, I was very lucky because my parents did a great job educating me. Um, they never allowed a privilege or entitlement to, to get the best of me. You know? um, I respect so much everybody that earns a living. I never got to a restaurant and, and treated with, uh, the waiter with disrespect. 
uh, like no, it's not in your it, character, dude. It's not. It's we're equals. We're yeah. both humans. We're both earning a living, uh, and that's a thing that I don't really, you know. So, so I, I, yeah, it's kind of nice, no. But again, if they're no, like, tampoco, it's, see, it's, if they're it's, like, no, listen, you have to wait. There's no table. Great. Okay. How long is it going to be? Fifteen minutes. Okay, we can wait fifteen minutes. Forty-five. No, we're going to go someplace else. I, we, yeah. No, no lo estoy diciendo por eso, sí. lo estoy diciendo más por, por el prestigio de, de que naturalmente cuando vas a un lugar, you know, it's just there, it's just kind of like, hey, Jaime, come here, there's mm -hmm. another door, come through this side, you know, so I, I would see that. because Now I, we I, have to take advantage to the, the lobster roll, please. I know, we got to give a shout out to them, Broad Street Oyster House in Malibu, <laughs> that But fucking place, oh, I've been going there for for. Mm -hmm. You see, I, 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 I sent that message out because I was like, I love this fucking place. I've been going there for two, three years. And I was like, only if I had a way to get through this line. Es que we posted it and I'm like, hi, this is delicious. Oh, yeah, hi, me, whenever you want, please. And I'm like, dude, I will. I will hit you up because that line <laughs> can take an hour. to get to cosas te ofrecen that you're like, I'll get a hold of you, but you never do. And then there's other things that you're like. I'm not many. I, I pursue my things. Yeah. I go in and, and try to get my things. Like I, my family and I will love to travel on RVs. And I, I'm like, I have to do something with the RV, with an RV brand. I have to, like, I, I will do so many social media posts and YouTube videos and whatever. And I reached out to companies and my dear, dear friends from Thor Motor Coach was like, sure, man, well, let's, let's do a, let's do a collaboration together. I love it. And I'm like, sure, let's do it guys. And I flew to Indiana to see their, their factory and, I've, I already published three or four YouTube videos of our experience of the first trip. Uh, it's I just love them, right. but yeah. you have to you have to seek your opportunities. Yeah, that bullshit about the opportunities are flying and and then they land on you. That's that's a that's a lie. There are a lot of opportunities flying on top of you. Some of them are not even flying because they they haven't even taken off. Say say took off taken. Inventaron. Ni siquiera han despegado. despegado o sea, hay oportunidades off, yeah. volando por acá, ¿no? Claro. Otros que están a punto de despegar. Y otros que tú tienes que ir a buscarlas. You claro. have to go and seek for them. You have to look for them. They're not going to happen out of, uh, for, for no reason. Claro. And when you jump and you grab that opportunity, you have to nourish it. Y ponerle agüita como una plantita y cuidarla y protegerla y trabajar y ser disciplinado and be disciplined and, per and persevere and, and boom, 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 boom. You can't expect things to happen. Yeah. Out of a miracle, or just because they're supposed to have oh things, ha, uh, things uh, has haven't hasn't hasn't haven't happened to me yet. No me ha pasado ya. No me han pasado aún. No es que no te van a pasar, cabrón. Es que tú tienes no, que hacer que pasen. Claro. If you don't make them happen, it's they'll never going to happen. Uh, o sea, what do you expect? Like here. Que te vaya regalado, Just, claro. Claro que no. So of life, it's a combination of luck, uh, discipline, uh, commitment. Mm -hmm hard work and it's a combination of many factors yeah I, not, I, I not just one I think there was a definition saying luck is when opportunity uh, when opportunity and preparation fuck it was when opportunity sí. and preparation meet exactly that's what luck is claro sin duda yeah. I, would, I would add more opportunity well, preparation drive the desire you have for that thing to materialize or happen of course Yeah. It's a combination of many things. And, and, and I'm happy you said that because you, you told me that on Sunday. And, 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 and it, was, it was such a fucking slap to my face. Like, 
Estúpido, despierta. No, you know? ¿qué dije, but, puta but, but that, that's what it felt like. ¿Qué dije? Pero, pero no, I'm sorry. No, tenías la razón. No, 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 no tampoco lo decís. ¿Pero qué dije? Well, me dijiste, me dijiste esa, porque hablé contigo el mes pasado uh -huh. de hacer el podcast. Ah, sí, que, <laughs> sí, es que bueno, yeah. I thought Robert didn't want to have me in the podcast. I'm like, dude, I'm okay. No, my heart is okay. I just need to know. <laughs> I just need to know where we no, stand. No. Sí, but, 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 but okay. the, thing, the thing was is... Uh, I, I texted you on the regular line. Are you good on time? Because I know... I'm good, I'm good, yes. Because okay. I texted you uh, on, on the regular line, mm. and, and I didn't hear back, because this was like in august Just on the regular phone line, but but uh, we've been communicating through WhatsApp, and then I didn't hear for anything. I didn't hear back, and I'm like, fuck, you know, tampoco lo quiero molestar, you know, like this, oh, that, that. I was no, like, you're very thoughtful, you're very thoughtful. You but know, sometimes we don't just, we don't, we don't read it. Sometimes it happens that we're in the no, middle no, of no. something. And, 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 I, and I get that, and, and I've... When you said it, it made me self-reflect of how many times I let that happen, mm. where, where I reached out to a friend of mine or I reached out to somebody. I, I don't like I don't like asking for favors. No, I, no. I don't. I'm very hesitant. But also, people need to be courteous, right? Just send the yeses or send the no. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do the decent thing, which but is I should have just wrote kindly following up. Uh, I, you know, kindly following up. I would love to uh, something, right? Yeah. And then after two or three texts, they don't reply. Then fuck it, right? It's not going to happen. Yeah, yo soy muy exagerado de una forma. It's sí. like, I'll, I'll do whatever's natural. And yeah, yeah. if it's a little unnatural, I'll be like, ah, tampoco quiero ser un jodón. Y, claro. But I should be jodón. Un poquito. Un poquito. You know? Just a little bit. Respectfully, right? Yeah, claro. Respectfully. Es que ser un jodón. Es que if you do it with with uh, education and with manners, it, no eres un jodón. You're claro. just gently following up on the invitation. And then the other person should have the decent amount of education to say, no, thank you, or yes, thank you. <laughs> no. Yeah, of course. They should have claro. a decency of responding properly. Claro, exactly. And that's fucking yeah. Yeah, that's a good way. And then um, the 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 RVs. Uh, what are you working with them? Are you think you're gonna do a program? Or? No, I'm I'm actually just I I use it because I've been my looking, family I've been and I the sprinters and, and the sprinters oh the, 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 the Mercedes. Yeah, the, those are call, those are called the oh my god they have a, the ca the categories like class C I believe it's a class C. Camper vans. Camper vans. The camper vans. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thor Motor, Thor nice. has the best. It's called the, the no. oh my God, what's the words of them? The models, the Sprinter, the, the, it's, they're great. They're, they're super fun. I, ours is a Vegas uh, 27 feet, foot. ¿Qué es? Plural, plural ¿qué es? Yeah. Plural es foot or feet? Foot, well, feet. Feet. 27, 27 feet. 27 foot, yeah. It's a 27 foot footer class A, but it was built on a class uh, C chassis, which is, the class A is the one, los que parecen como, pas, como uh, public buses, right? Right. And the class C is the one that you have the cockpit of the Ford or the Sprinter, and then you have the, the, the bed. Arriba. Arriba, right? Yeah. So this one, the Vegas is beautiful because it's super maneuverable, maneuverable because it's built on a class C chassis, but it has a class A built. So it's super spacious inside. So, so una pregunta, el class C, class A, eso, eso depende de la licencia? No, es el tipo del, del motorhome. El class es el A claro. es el que es grandotote que parece un passenger bus. El claro. class no, C entiendo. es el que te digo que el cockpit con el, con el, como que si tú pones arriba la casa. Claro, claro, claro. Y el class B are the camper vans. Y, y el que tienes, uh, conecta? Es, es, no, it's an RV. It's an RV. It's an RV. Se conecta a una camioneta. I have, I sometimes hook up the Bronco and I, and I the take Bronco. the Bronco with I me. Saw, because, I saw the Bronco, yeah. Yeah, because video. when you set camp, you don't have mobility. Yeah. So you arrive to Joshua Tree, for example, and you set camp and you're like, oh, two miles away, you can go and check out Skull 
rock. Right. And you're like, oh shit, it's a hundred degrees. Should we bicycle <laughs> there and get then you know heat stroke, <laughs> or should we just? So you you do need a car when you have a class A. The beauty of the airstreams, for example, is that you have you set up camp on the airstream and you unhook it from your truck and then you have mobility. You right. can go and check all the tourist attractions of the area. On a class A, you can't do that unless you have a, a vehicle, right? Uh, towing a vehicle. Yeah, this this is how invested I am right now. See, sí, me encanta. Yeah, tienes. Yeah, you're manifesting <laughs> into the universe. This is a sprinter. Uh, I, no, this I'm is not, a. Yeah, that's the sprint. That's the Mercedes. It's a sprinter. See, well, Thor has great Thor, ones. Yeah, Thor. Thor does their whole uh, great bills. Yeah, yeah. That, no that, that, that's no the thing. Para para año, sí. el año que viene, I, I think I want to do the the sí. ride boundless podcast. On a ride. Oh, nice. Boundless. But that you can, I can hook you up with Thor because they have, you know, the marketing team really wants to like do like innovate things and do like good things. And, uh, and yeah, because I want to do like a three, see? three to four month trip. Yeah, they have know? owners. They have owners. They, 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 can, they can lend you one. Yeah. 100%. Oh, let's fucking set yeah. that up because literally it's called the ride boundless show. Claro, exactly. It's <laughs> called motos and RVs. Y claro. esas cosas. Of course, of course. So that'd be, that'd be fucking amazing. 100%. Um, coño, we got the acting, we got the motorcycles. Uh, I guess quickly, uh, dime, what are you thinking? No, estoy pensando de las motos también. Hablamos de qué hablamos de las motos, de los tipos de moto que we like to ride. What's it, what's it, what is the one that you like to ride the most? Or they all have their, their own uh, charm? Mire, para el momento me está encantando mucho el BMW. Sí. Especialmente en Los Ángeles. Porque para mí, Los Ángeles, uh, I love LA. Yeah. Pero hay, there's hills, there's mountains, claro. there's shitty roads, mm. there's bumpy roads. And I think uh, a, a mid-size SUV, like, you know, uh, the 5 Series or the AMG Mercedes mm -hmm. Or the Lamborghini. I think yeah. those are perfect LA cars. And I think the GS, because of yeah. the roads and the traffic and everything, mm. it's the perfect bike. I, yeah. I, I go, I go, I hate saying this, but I go on sidewalks, I go through dirt, I cut through no, the hills. No, we don't. <laughs> yes, I do. No, not me. <laughs> Just the, I've seen, yeah. I've seen you know. assholes do that. <laughs> pero, pero, pero it's like, it's like, if the end of the world was going to happen and we had to escape LA, it would yeah. be on my fucking GS, man. Claro, like, of course. You know, grab, How about, have, you, have you ridden the KTM? I haven't gotten to the KTM. Which Try I it. It's fun. Fucking I, amazing. I, I, own it, I own it for eight months. I own one for eight months when I live in Argentina. The Duke or which one? No, the big one. The, the big one? What would be the GS? I, I forgot their model. Adventure? Uh, I'm not sure what the KTM's... Uh, I don't remember, but it was whatever the... GS, big, big, yeah. Uh, S, or so whatever the, the GS represents for BMW, I have the KTM version. Here, let me look it up. Sí. What you tell me about it. And it was nice. It's a little more, it's, es como que, es way more, es como que más, está más encabronada. It's, right. it's, it's, uh, it, it's always like, always, uh, like you have to always tame it. It's like a bull that you need to tame. Yeah. And it's super powerful. Yeah, yeah. But it's, oh, the KTM 1290? The 1290. Super Adventure? I think so. Yeah, the Super Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. This is the one. Yeah, I, I I haven't checked that out, but but that caliber of motorcycle, like the other one, I want to try out is Ducati Hyper Hyper Mozart. No, Hyper how, Mozart? About, how about how about the the Desert? <gasps> oh I'm yeah, dying the desert. To try that one. That one's a fucking another fascinating one. It's uh, it's so it's old, old, it's so old school. Yeah, like the 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 body and everything. It looks like the Paris Dakar, like eighties, nineties yeah. motorcycles. I used to. They used to ride on the Paris Dakar rally. 
impresionante. No, es que la cosa es, hay tantas motos ahorita que me encanta. Sí, carajo. And, 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 and this is why I started getting into like the rentals. I started to rent, because I, I have three bikes. And I'm like, I'm not riding all these bikes all the time. Yeah. So just like about a month ago, maybe two months, I started renting the bikes out. And yeah. it kind of hurts, like, oh. But yeah. then I'm like, hey, it's a business. Now, now I'm thinking I can buy a fourth bike and a fifth bike because it's a business. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I think I'm going to start. Are you renting with uh, Eagle whatever, with that company? or, or with Eagle Riders and uh, Rider Share. Oh, okay. Eagle Riders, Rider Share. Eagle Riders, you make more money. Okay. But you don't get that many bookings. Mm. Uh, Eagle Rider Share, it's it might, like the BMW's booked out all of September. Oh, wow. Like, like I, I don't think I'm going to see my, my bike except for like when it comes in. When it gets dropped off and it gets picked up for somebody else. You do it here from your residence or in a place? Uh, no, residence. Oh, well, cool. you could do it wherever you want, but residence. Claro. Yeah, pero estaba pensando... But how is it that process of you knowing how good of a rider they are? Do they? It's just a, it's just a gamble? Look, like, it, ho it, hopefully the guy won't fall? It's kind of a gamble. Oh, shit. It's kind of a gamble, but here's the deal. They do run the background on the, on the driver's license. Uh, so far, every single person that I met <laughs> is... Over 40 and very, very kind and generous and professional. Like mm. right now, I had somebody pick up a bike yesterday, pick up the BMW, yeah. and they were from Montreal. Oh. And, and here's the that thing that doesn't count because all Canadians are polite. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but give me someone from Nicaragua that has, <laughs> give me someone from Mexico. <laughs> Everybody's been, no, ahora tuve un tipo de Chile. Buena gente. También, super educados. Doesn't claro, count. No, no cuenta, you're, no cuenta. you're saying countries that el, are super well educated. El, el mexicano, bueno, el punto mío es. <laughs> No es barato. It's not barato, claro. It's not and, cheap. And, and if yeah. you're going to spend 200 bucks a day mm. or $150 a day, you're, you're going to have money. And if yeah, you have course. money, you have education. If you have education, yeah. you're going to respect yeah. the bike. No. So, what? Well, yeah. To rent the bike. To rent the bike. Okay. To rent the bike. Okay, okay, okay. You know, porque... Sometimes money doesn't go hand in hand with education, unfortunately. Actually, sometimes 100%. it goes... Actually, it's even worse because new money, untitled pricks that have money, they think that they are above or better than anyone else. Claro, claro. But, so, uh, yeah. mire, porque si... si si te digo la gente que está rentando el Harley, eso es una clase de gente que está rentando el Harley. Claro. Y la gente que está rentando el GS, it's a different crowd. It's a different crowd. So, so if, I, if I was going to recommend anything, I would say uh, getting a GS or a uh, KTM or any of those caliber bikes, mm -hmm. leave it stock, and if you don't mind renting it out, mm -hmm. you're going to get a good crowd. Like, uh -huh. it's not that big of a gamble. Yeah. Uh, but if you start getting into customized motorcycles or like, like for example, I, sí. I wouldn't do the Ducati, you know, claro. obviously that's like, oh, it's too personalized and custom. Claro. Uh, the Harley for me is really hard. Like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I, I put everything into this. So, yeah, claro, of course. but again, if I can buy six, seven, eight bikes and, and just, you know, and, and they're just paying for themselves and, sí, claro. you know, and I can ride whatever I want whenever it's available. And that's what's got, got me right. And how about insurance? You do pay, but the insurance might be very high, no? No, no, they cover the insurance. They cover the insurance. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So they'll, they'll, they'll rent the bike, for example. They'll rent the bike for like $140 bucks per day. But they have to spend another $30, $40 per day for full coverage insurance, mm. So and the, which they cover. So they're paying, like, they're paying $200. Bucks. Oh, okay. They're really paying $200 bucks a day to, to ride your bike. So it's not... No, no, not no, cheap. No, no es como, como mierda que renta un carro por $20, claro. $40, que le fucking gears and parts sí, 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 and gets claro. the bumps. And so it's not that. No, you're, if, you're, if you rent a, a bike, you know, you are, I mean, yeah. assume you know how to drive and it, same right? thing. When you <laughs> see the people, you're, you, you can always call it off, you know? Claro. And, and there's nobody I've seen where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this guy, mm. you know? So. Yeah, no, like the, like the first question. Uh, how, how is it on wheelies? Uh, yeah. No, thank you. 
<laughs> I, I had the owners of Eagle Riders on the podcast, and, and they told me the story of when they started. And they said when they had four brand-new bikes, went to a bar, and when they were hanging out at the bar, you know, some German gentlemen were like, nice Harley Davidsons, you know, this, that, that. And after a conversation, they're like, hey, by, by any chance, could, could we rent them? We, we, you know, it's a dream to ride a Harley in America. Oh, and yeah. out of the four guys, I think three said no. And, and the business guy, Jeff, one of the partners, he was like, guys, this is a business opportunity. Let, let's give it a try. And they gave it a try. And he goes, they rented it for three days. When they return the bike, you're expecting the worst. Yeah, of course. They brought the bikes cleaner, fully gassed. Fully gassed. Happy, smiling, showed the pictures. This was the greatest experience we've ever had. Oh, wow. That's cool. Now, Eagle Riders is uh, the L.A. location has about... I don't know, 15,000 motorcycles. Motherfucker, 15,000? Well, one warehouse has over seven or 8,000 I'm sure they have the KTM. You should, you should ask well, they them have everything. Well, oh, they have it. everything. Yeah. So you, you, you yeah. Well, that's that, right. That, that's you, how you, you test you bikes. You're familiar with Eagle Riders. That's no, really, not at all. I yeah. didn't know they existed, but I, I, I know that they, uh, what I'm saying is that whenever you want to buy a bike, you can just oh, rent just it for two days. Yeah, yeah. And because, oh, again, when you go to dealerships, yeah, you can you can have it. For, you want to do a test, a 15-minute test drive? Like, no. No. The 15-minute test drive does nothing for, for my decision-making process. No. Absolutely, yeah. Like I told you, it took me almost a year before I started really liking the live wire. Now I love the live wire. You know, but uh, yeah, you, the Eagle Riders, they, ha they have every bike you think of. Oh, cool. They have the, the everything. You know, Harleys, uh, Nin uh, Indians. Uh, See, the Triumphs, all of them. Triumphs, everything. Nice. That's so cool. Dale, chico. I know you're tight on time. Me tengo que por mis hijos. I have to go and pick up my kids from school. Yeah. Mine's coming out a little bit later. I, I nice. appreciate you doing this. Glad and, Robert. Uh, of course, man. Anytime. Uh, hopefully Thank we you. do this again just to talk 100%. some bullshit. 100%. Ay, Vicente Fernandez, man. I forgot about Vicente Fernandez. Mano, eso fue lo más grande. Vicente Fernandez, 14, 4, September 14th, 14 de septiembre on Netflix. I had the privilege, the honor, and the absolute pleasure of... Uh, portraying Vicente Fernandez. One of the biggest legends oh, in Mexico. Worldwide, man. not even worldwide. in Mexico, worldwide. Musica Ranchera, worldwide. He single-handedly, he put the, the Musica Ranchera in the mundo. In the mundo, yo sé. Oye, lo último. Sí, claro. Uh, obvio, te da un orgullo para hacer esto, sí, claro. porque es lo más grande que, que existe. Pero, lo vi interesante, because típicamente, like we were talking about uh, Zorro, mm. And how Antonio Banderas played Zorro, y era un español y no era mexicano. Like, claro, like, claro. like, when you think there's a lot of there are a lot of imitators yeah. and parody. Yeah. So Vicente Fernandez, right? Of, right. of, of well, like the Mambo of, Kings weren't Cubans, or like exactly they could have done Cubans. You know? Son como caricaturas, no? When claro. you think about someone doing Vicente Fernandez, you think of the show La Parodia or an imit or an imitator or ya sabes lo que sea. So we had to make the character human and relatable and connect emotionally with the audience. So. So you do an artistic interpretation and from, desde Vicente Fernández o tomando a Vicente Fernández como, como la salida, then you do your character. You, 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 um, you develop, you create a character. Porque, you build it up, yeah. And you build it up. And, you, and it's an artistic interpretation of, of based on his personality traits, his fears, his success, um, uh, the, the bad decision making the good decision making the journey based on all your research your unlimited amount of research that you do as an actor you create a character from him the starting point is him right it, the, the goal is not to do him or or is not to, to to 
yes, it's not to 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 copy to or, copy or, or or do a caricature or replicate or, a, or replicate. That, right. there, for that, you have a, a ton of comedians doing that out there and hey, right. hey, and doing like Vicente. That's that we're not doing that. Yeah, we are doing a, a heartfelt, heartfelt, real character that has heart and has soul and has struggles and and. So as an it's actor, real. that is real, exactly. As an actor, that's that's the goal. The goal is to, yeah, maybe, you know, he looked, he did certain things and whatever. But but those are just the um, the frosting of the cake. The, of the mix of the cake is of it's way. There's deeper. layers. There's exactly, layers. Exactly, exactly. And you start unpeeling the layers. Exactly. And then real quick, is it a movie sure. or a show? It's a series. It's Oof. a Netflix series. Thirty six episodes. Wow. And you know Netflix Latin America because wow. in Latin America, because in Latin America we have the patience of a fucking <laughs> butterfly. They right. don't they don't do seasons. They just drop 36 episodes <laughs> for you to binge watch whenever you want. Uh, so Fuck. on September 14th they're going to they're going to just drop the 36 episodes of Vicente Fernandez. Congratulations. Thank you man. Thank Gracias, you. Gracias Robert. Thank you brother. Gracias hermano. Bye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>